This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Inked and Geeked. Come on out and see us. You can party with the Inked and Geek girls at the official after parties. Also, there's going to be four days of nonstop tattooing, art, and cosplay. Over $500 in cash prizes and awards for cosplay contests. Also, Geek Goddesses, Burlesque Show with special guests and host Gothic Sushi will be there. Miss Comics and Miss Tattoo Fest Beauty Pageant on Sunday. Also, there'll be tattoo contests and awards. Celebrity horror film guests like Tony Mora, Jay LaRose, John Dugan, Robert Lasardo appearing in films such as Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, Human Centipede 3, and Saw. And artists from hit TV shows like Sci-Fi's Face Off and Ink Masters. And the pro wrestler Golden Links himself, Lince Dorado from the WWE. Also, the be comic and tattoo vendors and photo ops with guests and more. Also appearing Geeked and Ink Girls, Brie Bangarang, Brianna Blackfire, Bailey Bay Cosplay, Daisy Chang Cosplay, Emily Ostrom, Ivy Cosplay, Little Ludus, Murder Doll Ivy, Rage Cosplay, Siren Croft Cosplay, Sushi Yvette, and your host, Gothic Sushi herself, Maria Saber. And that's all going down March 16th through the 19th, 2017 at the Bradington Area Convention Center. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent ya. Grove Roots Brewing Company, the official beer sponsor of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Find them in downtown Winter Haven, Florida. They're also on Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing and GroveRoots.com. Don't forget that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, Internet. Yeah, we back in the fact. Don't know you had a long day, but let us inject. Sit back, relax, and have some cold beer. Gotta pay a few bills. Yeah, we're all clear. And it's Deuce on the loose. You know the tag team champs. Man, we get the biggest pop when we hit the ramp. The outlaws of the new age. And we still got love for the retro ways. You know, Nintendo. Sega Genesis, so many systems, your dreamcast and reminisce. So pull back the curtain and hit the booth, cause it's the happy hour podcast with Johnny and Duke. Yeah. Internets, my name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I have my main man, Deuce. What's going on, man? Hey, man, we're the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're a twice-weekly podcast dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, of course, uh, we wouldn't be able to do this without our wonderful sponsors. Grove Roots Brewing, Grove man. Roots, man. We love uh, some Grove Roots. I'll tell you what, um, you definitely need to check them out. They've got their bands in their food trucks, but coming up right around the corner, March 3rd, they're having a 5K race. It's called Light Up the Night at downtown Winter Haven. Awesome. And actually, the ending point is going to be Grove Roots. Um, so you're definitely going to want to check that out. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Um, also, uh, they've got a, a new Imperial IPA coming out soon. But it, here's the thing. It's going to be a small batch beer. So Joe was telling me there's only going to be like two kegs that he makes with it, so you want to keep your eyes peeled. Because, so it's like a limited edition run? Yeah, like a limited run. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you definitely want to check that out, and you want to keep your eyes peeled because I'm just going to go fast. Now, this beautiful evening, we have got on tap Rind and Shine, which is the Belgium Wit with Tangerine at a 5.5 alcohol content by volume. Also, we've got Squeeze to Meet You, the Grapefruit Ale, Pale Ale, that's a 5.2 alcohol by volume. And also, right now, we're both sipping on the Sinker Cypress Porter, American Porter, which is a 6.0. Yeah. It, it's really good porter, man. It's yep. really, it's got a good flavor. Um, it's really kind of heavy, though. Which it is. is something, very, yeah. <clears throat> very thick. Very dark. Very dark. Kind of like the... So if you're a dark beer fan, you really definitely enjoy it. You though. definitely are going to enjoy it. Here's the other thing, and I think this is going to be right up your alley, Johnny, that they just started doing. They've got, it's called A Cow Named Moo. Handcrafted ice cream sandwiches. Oh, yeah! So check this out. They've got one called the Fat Elvis. Oh, which that is sounds good. Fresh banana ice cream with candied bacon on a peanut butter cookie. Ooh. Then they've got. Tell sa- me more. Yeah. Then they've <laughs> got Sailor's Chocolate, which is dark, dark chocolate whiskey ice cream on a sea salt double dark chocolate cookie. 
then Woo. this one's actually really cool. It's called Two Brews Coffee Stout Ice Cream. They took their 6 a.m. pickers, which we love. Oh, we love that, that drink. It's so good. And parrot roast coffee. And I guess they made it into an ice cream and then put it on a chocolate cookie. And then they've got strawberry buttermilk, which is roasted strawberry buttermilk ice cream on a soft shortbread cookie. Um, and they've just started having those, and they've got them in stock, and they're oh. really, really good. Um, and so also, good. don't forget to check out the $7 flights, man. Four or five-ounce samples for 7 bucks. You can't Do it. beat it. And speaking of things that you can't beat, you can't beat Amy Nicole Cosplay, and she's our special guest this evening. Yep. Welcome to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. It's cool because, like, uh, behind the uh, – the curtains if you will we were uh, talking about like cosplay and everything and like how like one of our first like real foray forays into like the podcasting was about cosplaying and like we were you know we love video games we love professional wrestling and all that stuff but like we we started to kind of like see there's a huge like crossover crossover cross market there and people cosplay and you know and and i wanted to get uh, you know like i said i'm gonna start off very you know typical just because i want to know for myself how did you get into the world of cosplay? Um, kind of by accident. Um, my boyfriend was at a booth at Supercon down in Miami, and he had done it for a couple years with a writer friend of his. He plays music. He'll actually be at Ink and Geek as a musician, um, so you, you'll probably get to meet him at some point. But he's like, oh, this year you should come with me. You should, you know, you should dress up, you should do this thing. And I'm like, no, nah, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. It's basically like four days of Halloween, which is my favorite holiday. So I'm like, okay, all right, I can do that. So I pulled together like a couple costumes and I did it one day and I was like hooked, completely hooked. And then I figured out like, oh, this can be my busy time. This can be my creative outlet. And it just kind of went from there. Well, that's one of the things I hear a lot from people is like, this is another way to express yourself because I know a few people that I won't mention on air, but they're very shy and very timid. And when they put on the the costume, they feel big and huge and they feel like they could do anything and it's very empowering to them. And like they, you know, you were pointing to yourself there as well. They can't see that, of course, but uh, do you feel the same way? Like you get to be a different person, like you, you very empowered. Uh, I'm incredibly, incredibly shy. I, I, I don't talk to people unless you well, talk to me. Thank you for doing the podcast, first of yeah. all. <laughs> you guys are cool, so it's okay. okay. But um, over the past like three years that I've been doing cosplay, I've, it's helped me come out of my shell and learn how to talk to people. You know, people that I've never met before would have no reason to speak to other than apparently we're into the same thing or, you know, I appreciate their costume. They appreciate mine. So it, it's definitely helped me grow as a person. Yeah, that's awesome. And also, the whenever you get to connect with someone else that loves what you love, because that was the thing that hit me when I first started going to conventions was like, oh, my God, this person likes, I don't know, Berserk or whatever, just throwing out a random anime. And I was like, oh, my God, they know what this is. I, and, and you go over there and you bond with them, immediately bond with these people. And it's it's an awesome connection, that, friendships. You know, we've made several friendships because oh, yeah. of uh, the con scene and all that. And it's really, really neat to be able to kind of like talk to people that love what you love and and surround yourself because you, you're literally wearing your geekdom on your sleeves for a day absolutely <laughs> so that's really really neat now what were some of the first cosplays that you were doing my very first one was laura croft so i did oh, like okay. her big like you know black tank like the uh, angelina jolie version so it's kind of what i call a closet uh, closet cosplay like i found it in my closet it worked um and then after that, I did a Pepper Potts. Oh, okay. And, you know, kind of all in the same weekend. I just, like, dove right in. <laughs> nice. And uh, those were my first ones. That's so awesome. So I try to, like, revisit them every once in a while. Like, I'll keep updating Laura Croft, or I'll do a different version of Laura Croft, just because she was my first. Oh, yeah. Um, so- There's been several iterations of, you know, especially Laura Croft, you know, especially with the new games and all that stuff. Uh, do you sew? I do. Okay. I'm self- <laughs> okay, because I asked that question because it's so funny how many people we talk to that are into cosplaying that don't sew. They either have stuff commissioned or they work with different, I guess there's different media you can work with yeah. uh, that you can glue and like iron and all that stuff. I forget the name of it now, but like there's like certain materials that will bond Applique. together. What is it? Appliques. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it's it, I always ask that question because I'm always like it's it's kind of fifty fifty. Some people sew, some people don't. Some people actually will get their stuff commissioned straight out. Like, hey, I I don't have the time. I want you know I want I, this is what I want you to do. This is what my my creative input is, and then they work together with a seamstress or something like that. Which nothing wrong with that, but it's kind of a different touch when you get to kind of have your own hands on with it as well. Yeah, I think it's a different relationship with your sure. costume when you have to, you know fight with the sewing machine to make it do what you want it to do and to get the desired result and you break needles and you know the thread that you wanted isn't working and yeah I think it's a different relationship that you have with the costume versus when it arrives at your doorstep and it's ready to wear and you don't have to do you know the blood sweat and tears part of it sure it's not bad either way it's just a different relationship yeah it's all about the passion you put behind it no matter where you got your costume you know because like I think a lot of us do when we first started like my wife and I like to cosplay too and we just a lot of it is closet cosplay where we just find stuff in our closet and my wife can sew or whatever so we have a good time doing it because the, you I've tried to explain to people before, but maybe you can do a really good, better job than I can of explaining the feeling you get when you have like a young child come up to you and, and they're just enthralled because they see their favorite character and all they want to do is give you a big hug. Like, Describe that feeling to the people listening at home. I tried to explain to friends before that it's, it's kind of like being a character at Disney. Like the kid doesn't see you dressed as Mickey Mouse. Like they see Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. So they don't see you dressed as Wonder Woman. They see Wonder Woman. Yeah. And when they approach you, that's the feeling that they get is, oh my God, there's Wonder Woman. And that's automatically the feeling that you take on is, wow, this little kid thinks I'm Wonder Woman. How awesome is that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a like a Santa Claus feeling, I guess. <laughs> Well, you get like a natural high, you know, when they come up to you and you're just like, you feel great. They feel great. You bond with them. If they have their parents with them and their parents are like super happy that their kids are happy. So they want to spend a couple minutes chatting with you. And like, I've seen it all the time and it's, it's an awesome feeling. Do you have like favorite cosplays? I know you're like all over the spectrum, but like, is there certain cosplays that you're like, Hey, that's like my, my niche cosplay. Like that's the one that I, I love to go to like my, oh, that's your signature, your piece. signature piece. My signature piece is probably Electra. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. She was my first head-to-toe completely. I made every piece on that costume. Um, that was the costume I really kind of conquered my sewing issues. <laughs> and I was like, I-, I can sew now. I'm not just, like, putting two pieces together and hoping for the best. So, and she's, you know, her heritage is Mediterranean, so is mine. And I connect to the fact that she's not just a hero or just a villain she's a little bit of both yeah she's got a lot of dynamic to her which is really cool i like that yeah well another thing too is i was going to ask you was do you ever get people recommending like hey can you do this or do you just kind of when you come up with an idea do you just do it on your own or do you get, get a lot of influence from your fans like how does that work when you get an idea for cosplay um it's a little bit of both I, I have a long, long, long list of cosplays that I will do at some point in the future. Um, just see, I'm like, oh, I want to make that. And it's usually I want to make that. That's why I have it on the list. Um, but I get a lot of recommendations from people on my Facebook page, people on my Instagram. Um, I've re- some of the strangest ones I've received is uh, Avatar. <laughs> okay. Different. <Awesome. laughs> They're like, you have the perfect nose for Avatar. I'm like, what a strange thing here. <laughs> Um, I get Harley Quinn a lot, which I'll probably never do. Um, and Ray, I got Ray a lot. You get Ray, yeah. Um, you mentioned your Facebook and Instagram. How do people find you on the internet? Uh, it's pretty easy. I try to keep all my social media the same. So if you look under Amy Nicole Cosplay on Facebook, Amy Nicole Cosplay on Instagram, uh, Amy Nicole Cos C O S on Twitter, you can find me on all those places. Awesome. Um, so my, my question for you is like, do you when you were at uh, Sci-Fi Bartow, right? And uh, which was a really cool event. Was that your first time at Sci-Fi Bartow? It was, and it was a lot of fun. I was not sure what to expect with mm-hmm. being completely outdoors, um, having never been there before. But I will say it was one of the warmest welcomes that uh, the Florida Convention Artist crew has ever had. And uh, the people were great. They were really receptive, really, really creative, really great feedback. The car show aspect was really cool. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, big shout out to Lori and Sean Sardinsky. Yeah, they uh, do a great job and they take care of like all their vendors and make sure that everybody's like good to go and they check on you throughout the day. We were lucky enough; we actually got to have him on for like about thirty minutes to do our show because mm-hmm. this is was our third or fourth year. Third year. Third year. And uh, usually we never get to, to, like, be able to talk to him because he's like, ah, I got to go. Like, you know, yeah. he's running around. But he had a really good crew this time. So he actually got to spend a couple minutes with us. But, I mean, it was a great event. And um, every year that thing gets bigger. Seven blocks this year. Yeah. It was crazy. And they cleared 20,000 people. Yeah. So, so. that's awesome. Um, and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's crazy just to think, you know, you know, uh, Bartow, how much it, that little convention has grown to this big thing. Like, people are coming, you know. They had people driving cars from Chicago to come down to the car show. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy! That's that's awesome, though." Uh, but it, I think it's neat because it's just like a, a mixture of everything. And like when you're in like, you know, the the cosplay scene, the cosplay world, whatever you want to call it, like you, you, there's so many different avenues and so many different venues. You could, you could be indoors one place, you could be in another state the next. So it's really fun to be able to kind of see where this goes and where it takes you and and. Uh, it's but, always awesome to have like a good support system at home as well. So, yeah, and it's yeah. the only con that I know of because we're pretty knee deep in the con scene with all the stuff we do. That number one is free, and number two is outdoors. Yep. So, like, I mean, now don't get me wrong. From a vendor's point of view, sometimes it's like, uh, because if you're selling art and stuff and it starts raining, yeah, that could it be, did rain a little bit. It, that it day. could get a little rough, but it's like it's one of those things where it's really neat and. uh um, and I apologize that you, I mean, I'm glad that you came this year, but I apologize for the rain because usually later in the evening when they start the movie, like it's, it's just neat watching all the families out on the lawn, like with their kids and their lawn chairs and their popcorn and stuff like watching the movie. And it's just a really, really sweet thing to see. And I, and it stinks that we didn't get to see it this year because of the rain, but it, that's like one of my favorite parts is the end of the night when they start doing the movie. Um, you know, but it was a great event. It's always a great event, and even with the rain, it was an amazing. Yeah, event, it was. So. It was a really fun time. Um, what is well? If you have to, I know it's probably like a very like on the spot question, but what has been like your favorite experience? That one of your favorite experiences, uh, uh, being able, when you've been cosplaying. Like, do you have a f- special moment that you go back to? That's a really hard. Point. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I have a lot. I mean, so you've been yeah, um to different. You've been to different conventions, mainly in Florida, or have you been out of state? Like, what's your history with uh, conventions? It's mostly Florida. Um, we do Central Florida. We go down south for some conventions, and we've been out of state to a Georgia convention once. Oh, okay. That was that was interesting. It was different. Um, it's interesting to see how the different areas have a different view on cosplay and the geek scene in general. Sure. Um, so it, it's different. Yeah. Favorite experience? I know that was a tough question to throw at you. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you can come back. Maybe you can come back to me on that. I've got one, one that you might be one? easier. What was your worst experience? <laughs> okay. God. Um. God, there's so many of those too. Oh my God. <laughs> well. Uh, mostly yeah. like costume malfunction stuff. Oh okay. Display related. Right. Um, you know things that you think are gonna work, and then you start walking around, and you realize like pieces are falling off, and nothing is holding like it should be and right. uh you put something in the car and you're like oh it's only you know 120 degrees in florida and it's sitting in the car and now everything's melted yeah it's oh no lots of those experiences well, but well, those are you know lessons learned <laughs> well as a cosplayer do you now like when you go to a con do you have like a backup option like hey i'm gonna go as a lecturer but if a lecturer turns to shit for some reason i've got like bellatrix in the car or whatever or black widow or something you know what i mean like i've got a backup yeah and i was trying to make it a more comfortable backup too because i i can't stand the crazy heels i try to make it a more low-key like i'll wear laura cross she's got the low boots you know right Something like that, where I can switch out and be more comfortable. Because sometimes you're at these conventions for 16 hours, and it's crazy. And you don't want to leave because you're having fun, but, you know, at the same time, I don't want to walk around barefoot either. But, no, and and I get that because people that, and, and it's funny because some people that go to cons, they go for a couple hours and leave. But when you work a con like we do, like, prime example, I was there at Sci-Fi Barto at 7, and I didn't leave until, like, 10. So, I mean, that becomes a really long day. So, you know, if you're in a cosplay outfit, especially like you said, you're in heels or you're something that after a while is going to get uncomfortable, you want to have something more comfortable to change into. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, my question to you is, do you, how do you feel whenever you see like a big, like 
big movie or big television because you mentioned Harley Quinn earlier that you wouldn't do that. Like, how do you feel whenever you see that? Because like, there's there's always like when you go to a convention, you always see like what's it's a good like eye on like what's popular at the time. And you know, obviously Suicide Squad just came out like a while back, and like Harley Quinns are everywhere. And like, I about four or five years ago, you had you had like Attack on Titan and uh, Full Metal Alchemist, and like there's a lot of like very popular things that come out. Does that influence you at all, or are you just kind of like, eh, I don't, I don't really, I'll just do what I want to do. Um, yes, it does. I try to stay away from what the hot thing is right now. For instance, like, I would wait and do Ray just because she got really, really popular and there were a bunch of them. And there were a bunch of really, really well done ones. There is. Um, so I felt like, okay, that's done. That's been accomplished. People have done that. It's good. There's that. That's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also influences me, like, for instance, Overwatch. I'm not a gamer. So I had no knowledge of like the backstory behind Overwatch, but you start seeing these cosplays, and I'm like, wow, these are really incredible. And I actually started watching the short animations for Overwatch. They're amazing. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. And I fell in love with the storyline. So, you know, it introduces me to new things as well as affecting what I choose to do as far as costumes. That's awesome. And that's cool that you're able to like go into me- some media that you're not even familiar with and you still... That shows your dedication to the art that you're able to research things outside of your own um, expertise, you know, your knowledge level. That's just awesome too, because like, there's a lot of cosplayers that I talk to that don't that don't read comics, but they love the idea of these strong, empowering women, and that's kind of their their way of being able to express themselves. Not, no, I mean men and women as well, but just be able to express yourselves as as a strong, confident person. And uh, comic books do that usually pretty well. Uh, and then you get some weird, crazy, you know, things as well. But like, it's it's you know, like some people will gender bend or some people will like change and, and go into different like, you know, different variations. And they'll, they'll, there's like female Lokis out there and all kinds of cool stuff. And people, you know, they kind of get a little different. And uh, and it's your own spin on things. People, some people go zombified, like they just they take their cosplay and it's all zombied. You know, whatever it is, it's all zombified. Uh, so there's a lot of different things, and that's what's so great about it is it's your own way, your own way to express yourself, your own way to do things. But if you had to like pick a favorite, like, you know, are you big into movies, big into television? Like, what is your like favorite thing that you like to do as like a hobby that you're influenced on? Uh, probably movie watching. We go to the movies. A, a lot <laughs> um, if, if, if it's a weekend if we have time off we're always you know going to see the movies um, specifically comic book movies um, I grew up in the sci-fi culture mm-hmm. so dad was big into sci-fi and he watched you know Star Trek and Star Wars and um, all the sci-fi shows and Stargate Atlantis and all that so I grew up steeped in sci-fi culture so that's a big part of it and then i got into comic books later on that became a big part of it too but as far as like hobbies that influence me now would probably be movies and some tv okay what what would you consider like your most challenging cosplay that you've done to date uh probably the one i'm working on right now <laughs> oh okay is that is the secret you can't mention it but is this going to be at a certain place that we can talk about this will be at Inked and Geeks. Yes, so I want to talk about Inked and Geeks. Yes. Let's try to get that plug in there because Inked and Geek is going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be March 16th to the 19th in the Bradenton Area Convention Center, but you're going to be there, so we're yeah. excited. And uh, I'm working on it as a group cosplay, so it will be very hard to miss <laughs> the group of cosplayers uh, dressed up together. I think it's going to be pretty impressive. We have like 11, 12 of us. Oh, wow. Yep, from the same genre, so it'll be really, really cool. I kind of, I kind of don't want to give it away. Sure, don't give it away. That's totally fine. They need to go see you at Inked and Geek to be able to see it. But that's really cool because you know you're gonna be at the event. The event looks awesome. I mean, we've been hyped about it for yeah. for a couple of weeks now, and and it's gonna be a great event. A lot of amazing artists. A lot, I mean, literally, tattoo artists will be there tattooing live there. Uh, awesome vendors, awesome cosplayers. I mean, people bring in their bikes. I mean, it's it's gonna be a really, really fun event. Um, and you're going to be there as well, so all your fans can go see you at the at the uh, Inked and Geeked, uh, which is a really cool name, by the way. Yeah, that's that's. And they awesome. can see us there too. Plus, our third member, Brandy's going to be there, mm-hmm. and she's going to get a tattoo from Buster Cherry Tattoo, uh, the studio Maria works at. Yep. Um, so definitely, definitely want to check that out. So it's going to be be a lot, a lot of fun. 
Well, we're going to take a small break, and uh, we'll be right back with more of Amy Nicole Cosplay. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Buster Cherry Tattoo and Boutique, award-winning artist, pinup and pop culture specialist, tattoo and piercing, permanent and temporary makeup, hottest styles of vintage clothing, and much, much more. Find them in Bradenton, Florida, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Buster Cherry Tattoo at 606 Manatee Avenue, Bradenton, Florida, 34205. And what's their number, Deuce? Give them a call at 941-725-4045. That's Buster Cherry Tattoo and Boutique. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour Hour with Johnny Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Retro Retro Game Game Treasure. Retro Game Treasure is an amazing monthly subscription service. They send you custom tailored boxes straight to your door from the video games that you love. You go on there, you have a wish list, you have your console of choice. They'll send you games from an assortment of consoles like NES, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, Sega Game Gear, Game Boy Color, Xbox, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, GameCube, and many more. And what, what do the listeners of the Happy Hour get, Deuce? Put in Happy Hour in the promo box, and you'll get $2 off your order. Remember, with Retro Game Treasure, you get classic video games delivered every month. Go to RetroGameTreasure.com, pick your consoles, set your preferences, and add to your wish list. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy, Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. And we're back with the happy hour with Johnny Deuce. Of course, I'm Johnny. Got my main man Deuce, and uh, we got some special uh, guest uh, sponsors we want to talk about. Yeah, you definitely want to check out Grove Roots Brewing. You can check them out at GroveRoots.com, also Facebook.com forward slash Grove Roots Brewing. And here in a minute, I'm going to have to have you get the growler back out because I think I'm going to need a refill. Yep. Um, but speaking of things you definitely want to get refilled on is some great art for your house, and you want to check out Michael Carey Art. And it's Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-Carey, C-A-R-E-Y, art, A-R-T, dot com. Also find it at Facebook.com forward slash Michael Carey dot art. Check out his amazing arts and his prints, and he also does amazing commissions. He's working on one for me. Um, have you seen it? No, I have, okay. no I have I, not seen it. You have not? Okay. Yeah. I thought you had the inside scoop and you nope. were keeping it I from me. I had no inside scoop here. Okay. I thought you were. You were kind of keeping on the DL, but... Nope. Uh, um, also, don't forget to see our buddy AG at Productions. He's going to be at Inked and Geeked. He's perfect for weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceanera. Just keep an eye out for the upcoming film, The Corridor, and you can find him at facebook.com forward slash AG. That's A G I A T T Productions LLC on Facebook. Definitely want to check them out. And speaking of people you want to check out, you want to check out Amy Nicole Cosplay because yep. she's awesome. She's awesome, and she's going to be at uh, Inked and Geeked uh, in March 16th to the 19th at the Bradenton Area Convention Center. Go check her out. Tell her how awesome she is, and, and just tell her the happy hour Johnny Deuce sent you because uh, uh, it's always good to get feedback from people and to get you know get that love and support because that's what we're all about. We're all about uplifting people, you know, because there's so much like negativity and so much like I don't know, so much craziness in the world. Like it, it one one just positive thing that someone says to someone else can make your whole day. And that, that's I'm what, into that, brother. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. put a little extra gas in your tank, so to speak. And also, it's really cool to see you know conventions uh, like Inked and Geeked is you know so different than you'd say like a MegaCon or something else like that. You're uplifting the artists. You're uplifting the you know the tattoo artists and the cosplayers and and like it's kind of a different different uh different cat if you will. Yeah, so. definitely. And I'm really looking forward to it. Um, speaking of things that we were looking forward to, one was Sci-Fi Barto, and you did amazing uh, Supergirl cosplay. But I wanted to ask you, do you watch Supergirl? Like, was that your inspiration, or were you just like a Supergirl fan, or? Um, I actually don't like Supergirl at all. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. okay. The, what was the, what was the brainchild behind wearing that? Was it uh, just like, oh, I've got this in the closet and this will work? <laughs> It was kind of one of those things that, like, I had. It was given to me by a fan who wanted me to do it. 
And I kept saying, no, 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 I don't want to do this. But they were like, no, it'll be great. So I figured, all right, let me try it. Let me open my horizon (laughs) and try something that I'm not familiar with. You know, I, I... I know enough about Supergirl to know that she's not my cup of tea. I'm usually into the, the darker, uh, more adult comic stuff. Um, but let me try it. So I, I did it and I figured Sci-Fi Barto would be a great place because they're so uh, family friendly, they're so kid friendly, and what do you know? The kids loved it. <laughs> and yeah. that was the best part about it, as I liked wearing it because they got excited when they saw Supergirl. Yeah. So, was kind of cool well that show was blown up so i figured that might have been part of it but also it's probably why the kids loved it but also you got to think it was a great costume for you because you're outside and it's got the skirt it's got like it's a lot more i would think comfortable to wear than say some of the other things i definitely took that into consideration (laughs) yeah it's like what can i wear that i'm not going to sweat my chinchilla off and yeah so yeah (laughs) definitely want to wear that so yeah uh, but it was cool too, cause like you, like whenever I saw pictures of you as Supergirl, I was like, man, you re- you really owned it. Like you owned the look yeah. and everything. Like that was what's so cool. Is like your fans need to listen. Like you'll you'll take suggestions from your fans as well. And that's really in that situation, that's something that you did. You took a suggestion from a fan and and you did it. So uh, you know, you listened to your fans, which is really really cool. So it was surprisingly empowering. That's that's always a bonus. Yeah. Know? Well, that show is so crazy yeah. empowering, like all the way around. It's I'm glad it made favorite. its jump from yeah. CW uh, from uh, CBS to uh, CW. CW. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's, it's great jam. too because like it's great just to have empowering people in general, but to like you know the the empowering female thing has really grown a lot because you know you have little girls that for a long time they didn't have anyone they could look up to. You know, I mean you had you had the Linda Carter Wonder Woman, which is yeah, but if you weren't in that generation, you didn't really know it. And Princess Leia was great, but if you didn't see Star Wars or hadn't seen Star Wars in 30 years, then you kind of forgot about it. And then, and then all of a sudden, it's like you see all these amazing characters that are coming out. Like if you were, I'm gonna throw it a little bit way back, but Buffy the Vampire Slayer, amazing character, awesome. She's so great, so empowering, so independent, so strong. You know, that's like one of my old school favorites. I love going back to her. She's awesome, right? Yeah, she's, yeah, I love Bubby. <laughs> yeah, she's so great, and she kicks ass, but she's beautiful while she does it. And so, like, she she gets, you know, it's like the whole like with that show is very deep. We can do a whole episode on that, but like we that, have, we have, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's just like that show in general, like with her and the characters, and like it was almost like it was more about her as a person going growing up and during high school and college than like it was her journey her more journey. than anything else like yeah. her developing as a person and making yeah. bad choices and good choices and you know and, and her character was so deep but also so flawed like she wasn't perfect she made bad decisions and you know it might work out bad it wasn't like you know even though i love supergirl i think it's 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 basically my favorite thing ever cuz it's on monday night after the long Taco Bell fart of a day, which is Monday. Like you want something that'll make you laugh and like relax when you get home and it's, and it's perfect, but it's like, like you said, she's not a flawed character. She's very, you know, uh, you know, just baby face like, Oh, I'm the good guy and we do the right things because the right things are right. And you know, but it's nice to have a character like Buffy where it is more shades of gray, especially when you get in the later seasons. Like there's some episodes that get pretty dark and you're like, Oh, okay. This isn't, you know, well, that's the way life is your mama's WB network. Right. Well, the, the, I think that's what's so fascinating too, is like, you've seen, like you talked about Ray earlier and how awesome Ray is out of nowhere. Ray just kind of came out and everyone's like, she's strong. She does what she needs to do to take care of herself, but also her friends and her family, but she's not sacrificing what family. Huh? She ain't got no family. Well, I mean the people that her surround friends, her yeah. friends or whatever, but like she, you know, like she pretty much does this stuff and like she connects with other people. Uh, and she's very, she's got that strong aura about her. And I think that's why a lot of people gravitated towards her and why people want to be her or cosplay as her. Cause she's just so empowering. And like, she, she's not a pushover. You know, yeah. So, um, I I think it's great, just 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 for, especially for young girls. Like I have a daughter; she's four, and she uh, you know, she's she's still watching like the the Disney princesses and stuff and all that. And and she's like, she hasn't watched Star Wars yet, really. She's a little too young for that. But like, she you know, she's very spunky and very like, you know, all right, at four years old, she's just like, you know what? I know what I I know what I want to do. I want to go 
you know, go do this or whatever and stuff like that. She's and more going to be your Jane Urso. I she's think. probably going to be more yeah. of the Jane Urso. <laughs> she is going to start some shit is yep. what she's going to do. I can tell you now. Yeah, but she's got her. She's got me wrapped around her finger, though. I mean, it's Again, just... why she will be able to start so said shit because you're going to let her get away with it and be like, well, you know, she's, it's just a phase. Yeah, um, but we – it's funny because like Star Wars, because you mentioned earlier, you know, growing up during the sci-fi sci-fi era and like Star Trek and Star Wars. If you have to pick, you always ask everyone like Star Wars or Star Trek. What's your what's your uh, percentages? Like, are you more Star Wars, more Star Trek, a little, a little mixture of both, or what, what's your uh, what's your answer on that? I'm a little bit of both. I'm, Star Wars always had my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I've really felt emotionally invested in Star Wars and in the journey. Um, so I'd say if I had to pick one, <laughs> it would be Star Wars. But um, I do still lo- have a love for Star Trek because yeah. it felt real. Like it felt like this yeah. could really be, you know, out there in the future somewhere. Like they they made it relatable. They made it real. Um, you know, you got doses of it every week, which was great. <laughs> so so I you know that that holds a special place for me too. Favorite Trek? Uh, probably Deep Space Nine. Ooh, good choice. Ooh, the deep cuts. Deep I cuts. Like it. I like yeah. it. That, that's a very. I think that show's very underappreciated. I think there's a lot. Of, there's fans out there, but I think it's very underappreciated because I mean, Captain Cisco was the man. I, I think he was awesome. I think his his cast of characters that surrounded him were amazing, and then obviously Worf came to join the show and all that stuff. And like, I feel like it, it was a really you know great show that some, a lot of people missed. Which I think it's still on Netflix, if I'm not it mistaken. It is. All the Star Trek stuff is on Netflix because yeah. I think here's the deal. Like with me personally, like during the summertime because everything goes up off air. Like, I pick one show, and I binge watch it, and I finish it. Like, this summer was Breaking Bad. So, yeah. and I actually watched it with my, well, not the same time concurrently, but me and my mom both watched it. So, like, every week we'd kind of be like, all right, how far did you get? Okay. And then we'd talk about, like, what we'd seen and stuff. So, it was like a fun bonding thing with me and her. But this year I'm going to do Star Wars, but I think I'm going to, even though my buddy Sean Sardinsky, who I love, who runs Sci-Fi Barto, he was like, I know this is going to sound ass backwards, but he said start at Enterprise and then work your way forward because then Enterprise is like timeline-wise you're going in the right order, right? But I think what I'm going to do is because – I now don't get me wrong. I loved Enterprise, and I saw most all of it when it ran. So I think I'm going to s- skip to Original Trek because Original Trek I've only seen maybe three or four episodes from start to finish, and th- that's not a ton. I think it's only like – 60 70 60 something something. so like i could bust that out like in a couple weeks and then i want to start next gen and do all of next gen then do all of deep space nine then do all of voyager and like go in that order Mm -hmm. and see how many i can get done during the the summer is my goal well speaking of strong empowering women i mean captain janeway holy crap i mean that would that that would that must have been an amazing time for you know young girls and young people that really wanted someone else to kind of it wasn't just a male dominated universe anymore you had a strong powering female which i mean had been an awesome experience yeah yeah no that was for sure a cool moment to see happen because that just that never happened especially on the sci-fi network you know their their target audience is men so the the main hero is always going to be a man yeah <laughs> like that's just the way it works you know the females are always going to be either in distress or sideline characters that, you know, assist. So it was neat to see her, like, take on, like, kind of like a Madam President kind of role. Sure, yeah, yeah. It was cool. So, yeah, that was definitely neat. And I was, I was younger at the time. So for me, it was kind of like looking at, like, is this a career option for me? Yeah. <laughs> Do this one day? Because <laughs> if I remember correctly, that was, like, late 90s, early 2000-ish. Because I got to give credit where credit's due. Sci-Fi Channel's definitely changed its game up because now, like, a lot of the shows either have female leads or there's a lot of female main characters. Like, one of the shows I'm loving right now is The Expanse, which is just awesome. But, like, it's a very diverse cast. It's There's female leads. There's male leads. There's uh, people of color as main characters. Like, there's a lot of, you know... I, I like it because it changes things up because I'm not a big fan of, like, white bread male well like, yeah you know that because gets boring it does because listen i mean think about it like when you when you think about like who's watching your show it's like there's so many different types of people from so many different backgrounds that's that are you know what i mean different colors of skin and different ethnicities different genders you know 
it's awesome to be able to like get a show. I heard good things about Expanse. I haven't oh, seen it yet, phenomenal. but it's cool because it kind of hits kind of like everybody. You, there's always somebody that you can really like, uh, and, and that's what I've been reading online. And people really like the show. Yeah. But Sci-Fi Channel has, really, like you said, gone through a lot. You know, changed a lot throughout the years. Literally changed its name to Syfy Sci-Fi. Siffy. What's Siffy? Siffy. Yeah, Siffy. I think I got that in Nam. The Siffy. <laughs> so, uh, but I want to I want to do a, a lightning round of stuff to you now. This wasn't going to be prepared. But I just want to see your first gut reaction. Uh, I do this sometimes, occasionally, just to see where people's heads are. Okay. Doctor Who fan? Yes or no? No. No. Okay. Uh, you picked, you already said Star Wars or Star Trek. DC or Marvel, if you had to pick? Uh, Marvel. Marvel. Awesome. Interesting. Uh, favorite Pixar films? No, I said films because it's hard to pick one. Like, what Do you, do you like Pixar, first of all? Yes. Uh, who doesn't like? Okay, Pixar? I was just making sure. Uh, but do you have, like your favorite Pixar films? That you, that your favorite ones you enjoy? Up. Oh, that's my favorite one of all time. I love Up. Up is so amazing, so emotional. Yeah. It's such a. I never at the beginning of a movie before. You know that was kind of. <laughs> oh, I ball like a baby every time I watch that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that movie is so so fan. It's actually probably my top fifty movies of all time. Actually, regardless of animated, it's so good. Um, I, obviously, I'm a big fan of. Uh, he's a big movie buff, so saying that for him is like a big flipping deal because he's a huge movie I guy. Love, he I love. loves movies. I love movies. Uh, and I'm gonna go to a television show. Uh, Battlestar Galactica. Have you seen it? I have not, but it's like up on my list, and I've heard really good things about it. My dad's been trying to get me to watch it for oh, years. It's, phenomenal. it's fantastic. Yeah. It is a must uh, must watch show. It is. It's awesome because uh, you mentioned Madam President earlier, and I'm like, oh, that kind of there's something about a Madam President in in that. Spoilers. There's a lot of lot of strong female leads. There is Starbuck yeah. being female, being one of them, which is awesome because yeah. she's a bad. She is amazing. She's a bamf. Yeah, so. she is. <laughs> it's really really great. Um, so uh, were you a fan of Lost? Have you seen Lost? Do you know anything? Yeah, okay. I did. I watched Lost like probably last year actually. Okay. Um, I did what um. What you guys said uh, you do and just tear through the whole thing and binge watch it, yeah. Watch it, yeah. And uh, it was very. I feel like the experience would have been completely different if I was watching it week to week. Oh, it was, and it was a bitch because I watched it like original run week to week. So an episode be over. So for a whole week, you're like trying to like dissect it and figure it out. There's a lot of water cooler talk. Yeah, it was definitely like a, at least I'd say season one through maybe three, it was water cooler. Then it fell off a little bit, but like it was definitely those first couple seasons. It was like, Oh, and I remember the theories like, are they in purgatory? And then we had this strong theory going for a while that we thought they were in a video game. Yeah. Because we're like, they're in a video game. And like, <laughs> think about it. Like, they're they're on the island. They have no equipment. So you're like level one, right? Like where you don't got shit. And then like, then they slowly kind of level up. Like, oh, they found like the Dharma supplies and stuff. Okay, now they're, they've progressed in levels and like, it, like in hardcore there for a minute, we had a theory going that it was like, it was all going to end and it was going to be either they were in a video game or it was like a virtual reality game or something like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I was like, we had that theory going, but when you watched it week to week, it was neat because you could come up with theories because it was also very, very, um, uh, nerve wracking because you oh, had to wait a whole oh, week. Yeah. You're like, Oh my God, what does that mean? I have no idea what that means. But like these characters, yeah, so it's 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 crazy, but binge watching a show is totally different. I I love it. Like I I was not on the binge watch train, but lately I've gotten on it pretty hard because I like being able to like sit down and just like put it on and watch. Which by the way, Netflix can just eat a bag of you know what's because don't tell me after four hours like you're still watching. Yes, Netflix, I'm still watching. <laughs> I have not gotten my life together in the past four hours and started to do something fucking productive. I'm still on the couch in my Snuggie, so you just keep playing and don't make me get up off the couch <laughs> and out of my Snuggie to hit the play button, you son of a bitch. <laughs> it's so, true. It, it makes me so Are angry. you still there? Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, yes, I'm still here. I still don't have a life, and I still don't have my shit together. Please play more Breaking Bad. Oh, so. my God. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Uh, so... You mentioned earlier that you like you prefer Marvel over DC. Have you seen any of the Netflix uh, Marvel shows? 
all of them. Dude, they're so good. And I think they're so good. <laughs> Marvel kind of like set the bar really high. Um and uh, wait, it's DC, isn't it? I, I just, what are you talking I just about? mixed it up, didn't I? No, no. Marvel set the bar really high with the Netflix shows. Yeah, the Netflix. Here's yeah. the only thing that I'm mad as hell about the weekend what? of Geeked and Inked. That Friday is the day that Iron Fist drops. So, oh. like, my tradition has been is when they drop, literally Friday, I'll go and I'll, I'll, usually I'll go to someplace cheap like Domino's or whoever's got a special of, like, you know, you can get a large three topping pizza for seven bucks and I'll get three of them bitches and take it home and put them in the kitchen and then I just sit and eat those all weekend and then watch it until I finish. Yeah, like literally I go on Friday. I tell people that I've got the flu or like, um, um, you know, there's a relative from out of town. Like I come with some bullshit excuse and literally, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then I, I, I bring the pizzas home and I just eat them and watch them. Like I've done that. I think after, because season one of Daredevil was when the King of the Nerds people were at my house for uh, mm -hmm. Megacon, yeah. and we watched that, but then after that one, I'm like, these are too good, and I have to binge watch these, and the other thing is because, it being the head PR and promotions guy for the show, I have to fucking live on the internet, so, and if you live on the internet, somebody's going to spoil something, so it's yeah. like, I've got to get this busted out this weekend, because by Monday, everybody and their brother's going to talk about it, they're going to spoil everything, so... That's my tradition, and I'll tell you what, Domino's has been the hookup lately, uh, hashtag not sponsored, um, but uh, Domino's has been my hookup lately when it comes to doing that, because they've, they've always got the cheap pizza deals, so I, I just can't do, do that. Yeah. I can't do Domino's. Does They're, it give you heartburn? It gives me heartburn really bad because of the new garlic thin, bread that oh, they did. Oh, well, here's the thing. Thin crust is not as garlicky. And then also they've got two different marinara sauces because like oh do they yeah because they've got like this, break it down for me dude yeah okay fast do do you need to summon fast food Jesus fast food Jesus I summon you please come down from the ethers fast food Jesus what's going on brother I'm coming down from my lovely lovely chalupa cloud naked chalupa cloud that I lay on and let me tell you about the the greatness which is domino's pizza and they've got two new marinaras they've got a hearty marinara uh -huh. and then they've got a regular like tomato based sauce Ooh, now okay. I, I know because deuce had to call upon me when he got the hearty marinara because it gave him heartburn and he had to lay down for an hour uh <laughs> because he thought that an elephant or maybe one of his exes had punched him in the chest <laughs> so uh, so I would stay away from that. But the regular marinara is there. Also, you've got the barbecue, and you've got the Alfredo sauce that you can put on the pizza. And you've got the uh, Brooklyn-style crust, which is not as garlicky. What you're trying, my friend, is the regular crust, which is garlic fucking crazy. So <laughs> I might stay away from that one uh, if you've got the heartburn. But uh, uh, Thank I, you, Fast Food Jesus. I oh, appreciate the input. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Fast Food Jesus is always here to talk to, to my fans and my fast food apostles. So yes. uh, I, I got to go back up to my cloud now, but I'll talk to you later. Bye, fast food Jesus. Bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, so fast food Jesus, just um, he was awesome. Oh, man, fast food Jesus was here, and I missed it again. Oh, damn. I know, so. right? Wow, you sound just like him. What's up, <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know, Johnny. Way to ruin a bit the third time out. Oh, damn. So, <laughs> But, no, like I love doing that. Yeah. And the other one that I really like is Hungry Howie's. It's been really good for like cheap-ass pizza. Cause yeah. I'm all about that unless – Okay, so here's how ghetto my life is and how much I'm addicted to pizza. I have a little, like, sticky note on my refrigerator, and I've got written down, like, all the different promos because, like, if the magic win, you get half off of pizza oh, right. at, at Popeye's. If the lightning win, you get half off of pizza at Popeye's. And then during the summer, if the Rays get, like, I think it's five or six more runs, you get half off pizza. So I got all that shit written down. So then, like, I Google ESPN, and I'm like, okay, let me see who played last night. Oh, damn it, they didn't win. So then I see, like, which coupon code will work so that's that awesome. I can get half off pizza. That's, but I recommend doing that for Netflix. So Here's a question for you. Pineapple on a pizza, yay or nay? No, yay. No, no, no. Okay. Because there was a, a common question online about pineapple on a pizza. Okay, see, I've I've just recently come around to this, but here's the caveat: like, it has to be a Hawaiian pizza. Like, it has well, Hawaiian to be, pizza yeah. is is pineapple and ham, ham and bacon and bacon. Yeah. Now yeah. I I get crazy and I do I do um I do the bacon 
I do ham, I do pineapple, I do pepperoni, and then I throw black olives on there to get that salty with the sweet. So then you're really getting down on it. And depending on where it is, because sometimes when you're going the cheap pizza route, you got like you got to play in a ballpark, right? Like they only give you two toppings or three toppings. Yeah. But if I yeah. can like play with it, the other thing I throw on there is onions because it also gives you more of like a salty kind of crunch to it. So like I like to mix it up, but I wouldn't put pineapple like let me get a meat lovers and put some fucking pineapple on it. I'm like, no. <laughs> No. But I think in general, most when people think of pineapple, they think of the Hawaiian. Hawaiian yeah. Like, I think that's the only reason they carry pineapple, which here's a fun fact for you. It's straight from uh, from Fast Food Jesus himself. Uh, there's only two places now, uh, pizza-wise, that carry anchovies anymore. Oh. Domino's yeah. carries anchovies, and Hungry Howie's carries anchovies. Oh. But neither... Pizza Hut or Papa John's carries anchovies as a topping anymore. Oh. Now, huh. the more you know. Fast food Jesus. Fast food Jesus. Because yeah. I like I like anchovies. Like, this weekend, I did the three pizza thing because I'm a dumbass, and I wrote down uh, February 17th as the date that uh, Iron Fist was going to come out. Instead, it was March 17th, so I got home with my pizza. I'm like, where the fuck is my Iron Fist? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? So... I mean, I wasn't mad. I had three pizzas, so I was yeah. pretty happy. But, <laughs> but I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to have to eat this pepperoni and uh, anchovy all by myself. So, well, it's like this run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, well. Well, what shows, what of the Marvel Netflix shows, did you have a favorite? i got to uh, bet on this one what her favorite is. Okay. Daredevil. Oh, I would have lost. I would have said Jessica Jones. I, lo- I love Jessica Jones, actually. Yep. I felt like Jessica Jones was a wild card for me because I had no... The one thing about that show that bugged me, I loved every part of it, but the fact that she never changed her jeans. <laughs> well, like she, she never changed her jeans, and they were always dirty. And they were always dirty. Like, and she always looked a little dirty. Like, she, I think she had Kmart foot. Like, let's be real. Like, I think <laughs> if you looked at her foot, that bitch had some straight-up Kmart blue light special foot is what I'm telling I, you. I concur. But, you know, like, she changed her shirt every once in a while. She'd wear a different jacket, a different scarf. But never, ever, ever did she change her jeans. That drove me crazy. I'm like, ma'am, wash them every once in a while. you got to have at least two pairs of jeans. You know, even if she, it's part of her character. She looks kind of scruffy. She looks kind of dirty and slept in. But, you know, change your jeans. <laughs> well, yeah, like, that, that bugged me. Uh, well, I, I mean, I really love the show and everything, and it was great, but, like, the only thing that, well, two things that bugged me. One, it was a little, it was a little dirty. Like, I know it was gritty, but that whole show just, like, yep. I want to give you a bath, sweetheart. Like, I want, like, I want to, like, give you a $50 Sephora card and, like, <laughs> like go and, and get what you need to, like, bathe and be clean. Like, because it was all, everything was grimy. Even fucking my boy, um, Luke Cage's bar was grimy as balls. And trust me, I've drank in plenty of shithole. So I'm not above you know, drinking a shithole, but I'm like, damn, bro. Like, even your bar is kind of, yeah. I don't know, bro. Yeah. So. And I think there was even one scene where she falls asleep drunk, like, in a pile yes. of garbage and wakes yes. up the next morning, and I'm just yeah. like, Whoa. We call that Tuesday on that show. Like, that was every every episode. <laughs> she fell asleep <laughs> drunk somewhere and then be, like, in a pile of shit. Well, what I love about the show was it, I didn't have any expectations going into it because, like, I had I, – I know a lot about Daredevil, and I've read up on Daredevil, and I, I kind of had an idea what Daredevil, even though Daredevil threw me a few curveballs. I felt like with Jessica Jones, I was like, I have no preconceived notions about this character. I think that is the best. Whenever you go into, prime example, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. You don't have anything, any idea when you go in. You're like, this is a Marvel movie, let's check this out. And then it, I think they have a lot cleaner slate to play with. Sure. So because you don't have all those preconceived notions, you can just go and have fun, if that yeah. makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. Jessica Jones, I just it, it, it and also amazing villain. Kilgrave was an amazing villain. Yeah. I was on every word. I mean, Bravo was it David T- David Tennant, Tennant man? Yeah, the eleventh eleventh Doctor, if I remember correctly. He did a f- superb job as a villain, and like you felt for him. You were like, oh my god. Very rarely do you feel for the villain, and you're like, yeah, oh my like god. A, a part in there, like for a half second there, I was like, I feel bad for this guy, and I'm like. No, I don't. That's Rapey McGee over there. Like, <laughs> fuck this guy. Like, yeah. who's shooting him in the head? Like, right. come on, shoot him in the head. That was the same thing with uh, with Daredevil, uh, Kingpin. You kind of were like, I, Kingpin has like yeah. a, a soul. A yeah. soul. Like, he kind of, like, 
he's a product of his environment, you know? Such a good, well-developed, like you said, like, sympathetic villain. Like, like, he did such good things with that role. Because I was expecting, I think, like, the gangster, you know, like, the mobster guy. Like, literally a kingpin character. Kind of like the movie, but this took it in a completely different direction. And it worked so well. Like, I was not disappointed at all. Well, I think it's because with Netflix, you get so much more time than a two-hour movie. So you can give these characters layers, which I think really works. But I'll tell you what, uh, Marvel, if they're smart, because here's been the complaint of fans for a long time, and me too. Like, I've watched every season of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've watched, you know, all the Netflix shows, and they're all supposed to be in the same universe with the movies, but you never see them cross over. The, not the Spider-Man movie that's coming out because they've already got the villains, but the next one, the villain should be Kingpin because that was one of Spider-Man's biggest villains was Kingpin. Yep. And that'd be a great way to introduce him from the show into the Spider-Man movie. And, uh, of course, with Kingpin, he's not going to fight Spider-Man. He'll get a couple other villains to join him. So, I right. mean, he doesn't have to be the main villain, but as long as he's in the movie and a key part of it, I mean... Why not do that? Especially now that you've got uh, you know Spider-Man's back in the fold. I uh, mean, why not use it? I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's a good time to be a fan. Really is like I mean, it, it just there's so many amazing things coming out, and also the whole Netflix. It's almost like Netflix. Cre- they didn't create it, but they created the term net. You know, Netflix and chill. Like they that that phrase and got binge watching. Tw- like binge I never watch. knew binge watching <laughs> until Netflix. So yeah, like, so what it's is this. It's really really so. neat to like sit there. Like my wife and I. We uh, binge watched in uh, ten days. We watched thirty nine episodes of Game of Thrones to catch up at season four or whatever it was, and it was crazy. Like binge watching it, it was just insane. It, we had to like have a palate cleanser afterwards. We had to watch like Aqua Teen or something just to be like, because there's so much death, <laughs> so much murder, and it was just like, oh my God, this show's breaking me down. I need to get lifted up for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Wow, it's already been an hour, Deuce. Yeah, man. It's I mean, time f- flies when you're having fun. Amy Nicole Cosplay, you're, you're an awesome guest. You're an awesome person. We're excited to see you at Inked and Geeked, yeah, which will man. be March 16th to the 19th in the Bradenton era, Bradenton area, Bradenton area Convention Center. Uh, and uh, we're excited to have you there. You're working on an awesome cosplay that's just in secret right now. Um but uh, any last things that you want to say to the listening audience at home? Um, I look forward to seeing you guys at Inked and Geeked. And uh, I am also in The Corridor. Oh, our, play- that's awesome. Yeah, the that's agent. Cool. That's awesome. Movie, yeah. I didn't know that. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, so that uh, is coming out soon in April, I believe. So look forward to that as well with AG Productions and their phenomenal director and actor, Brandon Hadnot. Um I hope to see you guys at Inked and Geeked. I'll catch up with you, Deuce, while you are there. Yep, I'm going to be there. And also, because you brought that up, because I don't want to bypass it, um, two things. One, uh, and hopefully I don't step on anybody's toes on this, but word on the street, allegedly, as we like to say, we are going to be live at the premiere as the official podcast for the premiere night of the movie. And then hopefully a few weeks before the premiere, we're going to do our best to try to either a get all of you guys at a central location or uh, do some sort of like online Google Hangout so we can talk to like multiple members of the cast and Ryan yeah, like, and everybody. Yeah, like like a uh, 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 like the the what's his name from um, James? Uh, what's his name from the uh, at the actors? Guild or oh, oh, you're talking about James, James Lipton. Lipton. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have like a, at, a J- yeah. yeah, like an at uh, uh, inside the actor's <laughs> studio. studio. Yeah, yeah. like so, where we can talk to you all, you guys, and talk yeah. about the movie. Yeah. and ask you questions and stuff. We're hopefully gonna do that. I would love to if Ryan hears this episode, maybe even do that live that night, like that would be after awesome. the movie, especially. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that would be awesome because I it, I don't know how long the movie is, but it's a short, so it can't be longer than an hour. I wouldn't think right. Um, and if you're going to rent the building for the night or for a couple hours, or if I they mean, need a, if they yeah. need a, a special, uh, special uh, commentary track, yeah, you know, they can, <laughs> they can always have us <laughs> yeah. on there. Oh, we're going to do the MST3K track. Is yeah, that what you're saying? We- <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you'd like that, but I, I definitely think like after, if not before, uh, after the show, either live or maybe a couple weeks after, we'd love to do like an inside the actor studio where we ask you guys like yeah. about the filming. 
about all the different things, inside stories and stuff, and, and, and film it and video it, which, to be honest, for Ryan, he would be dumb not to do that because that's a great yeah. bonus feature for the DVD, especially sure. if we can do it live there that night That'd be where awesome. you can, you know, put it on the DVD when yeah. he sells the DVD. That'd be awesome. At some point. So, but. Amy Nicole Cosplay, thank you so much for joining us at Happy yep. Hour with Johnny News. We're so excited to see you at Inkton Geek. Like I said, it's March 16th to the 19th at the Bradenton Area Convention Center. Um, so uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Happy Hour with Johnny News. Thank you for having me. And how, how can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Amy Nicole Cosplay, on Instagram under Amy Nicole Cosplay, and on Twitter under Amy Nicole Cos, C-O-S. Awesome. Awesome. How do people find us, Deuce? You can find us on the internet at HH Podcast Show on the old Twitter machine. Also, hashtag HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Also, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show and also at soundcloud.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. You can hear all of our, our, our older episodes. We're rolling 240 plus deep now, so there's a ton of content you can go to listen to. And also, of course, when you're on Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags. Hashtag Happy, Happy Hour Podcast. Podcast. Hashtag HH Podcast Show. And hashtag Deuces, Deuces on, on the Loose. Later. See ya.